Welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. Now, Formula E is the world's first and largest all-electric single-seater racing series, and ahead of their seventh season, they've officially gained world championship status, which is a huge honor bestowed upon them by the FIA, or motorsports governing body. This year also marks the third consecutive season that AVX has joined with Mauser Electronics and TTI in supporting the Dragon slash Penske racing team, and with last season marred by a five-month COVID delay, there's a lot to look forward to this year. And on the line to discuss this season and AVX's involvement is our old friend Ron Demko. So Ron, welcome back. And for those who haven't heard of Formula E, could you briefly describe its structure and some of the changes for the seventh season, other than the big one I mentioned? Sure. Thank you very much, Jason. Happy to be here. Uh, well, Formula E structure is um, a race which is actually uh, governed by time versus the number of laps which have to occur. Uh, so basically, a race will run 45 minutes plus one lap. Uh, there's no pit stops. There's no battery charging. There's just pure racing. And um, it, you know the drivers utilize their skill to manage a fixed amount of battery power. And the interesting thing is there's some participation from the, the fans. The drivers get a possibility for an added power boost from fan participation. And uh, basically, Formula E has a, uh, a mode which is called Fan Boost. And that mode is uh, actually enabled by fans voting which drivers get a 25 kilowatt, five second boost of power. And that's actually a big deal considering they're on a, a 200 kilowatt uh, power uh, budget. Uh, they'll have a 25 kilowatt fan boost, and then there's a 25 kilowatt additional boost they could get with an attack mode. Uh, so there's fan participation, and it's, it's a really neat way to have the, you know, the people uh, get involved. The other big thing is that, as you said, Season 7 marks the, uh, the year where it's officially an FIA championship series, and it joins other big championships like Formula One, World Endurance Championship, the World Rally Cup, and the Rally Cross Championship. So this is a big deal. Season 7 is going to be good. Um, the season starts on 26th in Saudi, and it concludes um, in, in uh, early June in, uh, in Chile, I believe. And in between, there's going to be races in Italy, Spain, Morocco, and Monaco. So it's it's going to be a good year. Hopefully, COVID makes uh, you know very little impact on this. I know Formula E is monitoring the situation, the pandemic, with uh, the teams and the manufacturers, partners, and broadcasters. But hopefully, everything will come off okay. It's going to be a big year for racing. Right, right. Now, now if you if you go to Formula E's website and if, and if you follow Formula E, it's it's pretty obvious that there's there's a moral component to um, to Formula E pr- promoting. Um, you know, electric vehicles. What does what does Formula E's mission mean to, to AVX exactly? Yes, what allows us to work with the highest caliber of EV auto designers and drivers in the world, and the feedback and the commentary and the the direction that we could get from a professional end user who's pushing the you know state of the art of racing and present day EV technology. That's, that's really incredibly important data. So uh, we get to open up our R&D labs to show them what's going on, and uh, we get a chance to hear directly from them what's needed 
you know, in the short term and even in the long term. So besides being high motivating to the R&D team, to the production teams, the support teams, we get tremendous amounts of, of data. And, uh, you know, imagine seeing an, an EV uh, being pushed absolutely to its limits across multiple continents, very, various altitudes, temperature extremes, etc. The data is absolutely invaluable. So it's a, it's a good two-way street where we get a chance to uh, discuss what they need and what we could get them. Right, right. Now, what does AVX's co-sponsorship with, with Mauser and uh, TTI entail exactly for, you know, from a technical perspective? What's your contribution to the Dragon Racing team? Okay, well, there's really, of course, besides the financial aspect, there's technology and products. Um, so I won't get into the exact details of what parts we are um, working on or what parts are used, but I could comment generally and give you a good picture on where AVX could make a difference for the Dragon team, but also for the EVs that sit in your garage or even the EVs, that, you know, the soon-to-be EV delivery trucks that are going to be bringing products to your door. Um, so talking in generalities, we could help EVs and, and the Dragon machine uh, in three ways. We could reduce weight and we could increase reliability. We could increase efficiency. So uh, knowing that they start the race with a fixed amount of power, um, it's very important to, to reduce weight, of course, have better efficiency, and of course, reliability is, is paramount. You can't have an inverter go down in the center of the race or it's a disaster. Um, generally speaking, again, to give you examples of weight reductions, so the obvious one is smaller parts. Um, and that's certainly possible. We're building smaller parts with increased power density, and, and uh, we're also integrating parts where you could have multiple electronic components inside of a single package. And uh, as we said before, this is applicable to both Dragon or, or the EVs that are in your, in your garage. Um, of course, the weight reduction is, is very important on the Dragon machine. If we talk about reliability, we can increase the reliability with some really neat new concepts. Uh, of course, you can go the traditional way, right? We could use a traditional technology with an enhanced uh, reliability, a more conservative design, uh, improved material systems. But there's something disruptive that we've done, and we've created a series of self-healing components. So if they were thrown into a failure for some reason that's not their fault, uh, the part could actually self-heal complete the race and uh, operate like a capacitor would. Uh, and then in terms of increased efficiency, well, this is interesting because we could talk about increased efficiency under standard temperatures. And in those situations, we create ultra low loss parts where energy stored in the capacitor is all delivered to the load uh, without heating the capacitor excessively or without leakage currents. Um, but there's also high temperature parts that uh, um, have progressed greatly. We can make a high temperature part, one that can operate at very uh, increased uh, thermal profiles that can store energy and deliver it upon the request of the driver. And then also there's solid state heat pipes. So um, keeping components that need to be cool cooler might allow them to work in a quicker, more responsive fashion. An example might be you could keep a, a, a monitoring system for the driver cooler, thereby reducing latency between uh, when, when the end unit gets hot 
or suffers a particular uh, uh, state. And uh, you can have the driver have a much more efficient and controlled uh, response on the, on the vehicle. Okay. Now, now we've, we've talked about um, where, where the racing series has gone and some of the big changes for the seventh season. But let's, let's take a step back in time to close things out. You know, strictly from uh, ABX's perspective, what, what have been some of the highlights that you've seen over the last six seasons? Yeah, probably the biggest one is the, uh, the fact that drivers at one point had to change cars to uh, get a, a, a charged set of batteries, a charged car, to complete the course. Well, that's no longer needed. And that proves that electric race cars are actually practical now. And it's just like the EV in your garage, right? Maybe 30, 40 years ago, they, they weren't practical. Well, now they're, they're practical. Perhaps they're even preferred. So that's something I think we could, uh, we could really say is a very obvious one. Um, the other big deal about uh, the, the highlights for us is getting to work and talk with the Dragon team. So yeah, I couldn't stress enough that this team is filled with visionaries. There's great engineers. There's truly out-of-the-box thinking. It's almost like the Apollo program. Uh, for those of us that are old enough to remember Apollo, um, <laughs> you know, it's almost like the Apollo on wheels, right? They're intense competitors. And talking to a race car driver is just quite a thrill, and it's, it's very, very motivational. Well, thanks, Ron. Uh, on behalf of PSD, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy, and uh, have a great day.